Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity, and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations. I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank Thank you you for for joining joining us us on this journey. journey. Hello and welcome to another Coffee Break episode on the I Create Daily podcast, a movement for creators, a serious about their work. I am Devani. And I'm Leora. And today we're talking about a topic which we have touched on several times within the I Create Daily for Creators community and on our email list. If you're not a part of either of those, we'll have links below. But it's the topic of managing social media for other people, for other groups, for other businesses, for other communities as a way to earn income while you work on your own art, your own crafts, whatever your side hustle or business idea is as a way of earning income, freelancing and and connecting and networking with other people. So we're going to cover some of the benefits and how to jump in to becoming a freelance social media marketer. And you can think if that sounds really professional and like, oh, you're not sure where to start, think of it as being a host of a conversation, being a host for conversations in communities that you're already interested in or businesses that you already like so yes that's the topic for today so you can be become a social media manager for any of the social platforms that you prefer um, the best place to start is with the social media platform that you enjoy the most where you spend the most time so we when we re- recently um, brought up this conversation or this topic in the I create daily for creators Facebook group there were a number of people who were interested who had no idea that you could actually earn money doing what it is that so many people do just for fun, for their hobby. And that is chatting on social media and connecting with other people, joining conversations and contributing uh, content, information, help, um, that sharing, that sort of thing. And you can. So here's the thing. Um, there are brands of all sizes, but especially pages that have gotten to uh, a million pages, a million Facebook members or a hundred thousand or more or whatever, who, uh, or the, those who might have a, like a brand as a coach and they may only have 10,000, but they have a higher level of a program. And so they have the revenue that allows them to uh, outsource some of the management of some of their social content. Many entrepreneurs would fall into that category. Uh, Doctors, lawyers, doctors' offices, as well as um, uh, what would be some other examples? Websites, um, brands like e-commerce brands, but basically anything that you're interested in. So this is the thing. We see so many people spending time just for fun, sharing and talking and chatting on Facebook. And if those people have jobs that they love and don't need any extra money in their lives, that's fine. But if it is that that's you and you would love to earn some extra money doing what you're enjoying and what you're doing anyway, it is totally possible. Um, And so one of the ways to do that, so, so like the hardest part at first seems to be, well, how do I find 
yeah. those companies that will pay me to do this for them. And so there is that can be tricky, but really it begins to happen naturally as it is that you put yourself out there. Um, and what we mean by that is several ways. One is that you can sign up on some of the freelance platforms, which we'll link like Upwork, like uh, in particular, free up. free up, that's right. Some of them might be application processes because maybe they vet quality. So you might want to start with something like Upwork at or first. LinkedIn, even LinkedIn. Yeah, even you LinkedIn. can have that in your, so oh. you add it, begin to add it to your profiles. Uh, so if you know, even if you're not yet a social media manager, it's okay to call yourself a social media manager or social, uh, social media, media um, let's see, what would be another You might term? even like just, if not, like if all you want to do is help people manage Facebook groups, you might yes. even want to put in your little, in your, in your Facebook bio that I help, um, people manage Facebook that's groups. Right. And manage so if, if it's like that specific for you and that's what you want to focus on, you could do that as well. That's um, right. So, and, yeah. so an example, like you managed a Facebook group for someone who had like a $2,000 course and, you know, or they had a course for, for hundreds or thousands of dollars. They had several different yeah. ones. And so we won't mention names, but, but, uh, and you basically, they needed help with you moderating the comments and mm -hmm. the conversation within yeah, the Yeah, they needed somebody to host the space because they were too busy doing what they do best, which was um, creating their course and their content and selling that and marketing that. And so they needed somebody to um, manage and maintain a level of professional conversation within a business group. And so the way I found most of my clients was through joining uh, business groups and just helping people and just answering questions they had on topics that I happen to know about and helping them form ideas of like, hey, you could do this on your Facebook page to generate engagement or you could do that on your Pinterest or your blog or whatever it was. Just being there to just help and so that is how a lot of people contact me and were like, hey, can you do that for us? Yeah. Because I think that's fantastic, but I don't have time to do any of that. I need to run my business and I don't have time for this social media thing. So that's how I did gain several clients and then also word of mouth or people right. we knew. I know you you would know somebody and they'd be like, hey, this person needs help with their marketing and so I'd reach out. So a lot of it comes from being in either rooms or groups or communities and offering help on topics you know about. And so, and you might be thinking, well, I don't know marketing, so how do I do that? Well. If you like gardening, we have several people in our community that like gardening and are part of a lot of gardening groups, but you're noticing this absence of presence or just, you're noticing things that could make the group better but aren't being done, you might reach out to the admins and just ask, hey, and in the beginning, sometimes it's doing it a little bit for free, sometimes for just cheaper, like $5 an hour, $10 an hour, um, and just say, hey, do you want help managing this community? I know a lot about gardening. I'm a, I will be able to help you uh, moderate, you know, the topics, the conversations, start conversations, answer members, because I know this topic really well. Um, that's one way that you can start just reaching out on the platforms you're already familiar with. Yes, absolutely. And so, so for instance, at we own, like as Devani said, we own a gardening um, page and website. Um, the gardening page, Facebook page has over 100,000 members. We have a corresponding Facebook group called Planting for Retirement. The Facebook page is Gardens All for the website gardensall.com. And the Facebook page, Planting for Retirement, sorry, the Facebook group, Planting for Retirement, has about 4,400 members in it. Um, and right now, we are not paying anyone to manage that because 
that well for a number of reasons the websites have uh, have had been affected by algorithms that have reduced the income significantly to not allow us as yet to hire out those positions but when the revenue turns around or improves in that regard then we look forward to being able to pay people to do more of that for us right now we have had um, kind and generous contributing volunteer um, admins um, and hosts, they call them moderators, as Devani said, and these are people that naturally chime in a lot um, and like helping people and love being a part of the group. And, and are so, knowledgeable in the topic. And are knowledgeable. Which really helps. Yes. You don't have to be knowledgeable in marketing, but if you're at least knowledgeable in the topic that the group is about, that's a skill. Yeah, because this isn't about, you're not going to be marketing and selling for them. It's called social media marketing because the presence of the company or brand on social media is an example of the new kind of marketing. It's where they're in the community being a presence in much the way that a law firm might sponsor a little league game or, you know, a doctor's office might sponsor a marathon for cancer or whatever it is. Uh, so social media now is also about being social on the social platforms and you know as a company as a brand and you know a lot of times it's like they're not like so like if we have a gardening website our business is actually creating content and articles and interviewing people for that website uh, it isn't we don't earn anything by running the facebook page or the or the group and so therefore since they're but but some places do some companies do some people um in order to belong to a certain group you might have to be pay to be a part of that membership. I have a client who they have a beauty company and a lot of the people within their company, they sell via having people in their Facebook group and that's, that's their tool for selling the products. But that's not everybody. A lot of, a lot of communities are more for um, uh, talking about the interests. Right. So gardening. Right. So the things we might do. So like if we, if someone asks, the question in one of our groups and we might share an Amazon link that is an affiliate link and if they go to Amazon and buy anything then we might make some pocket change from that but it definitely isn't until you're really really large that in and of itself is definitely not you know like a monetizing event worth counting on um, may or may not even buy a cup of coffee kind of thing um, but you know everything that you do when you're building your brand online or building your business as a social media manager if that's what it is adds up um, so along those lines, if you're like we were talking about, if you're in a group anyway and you're enjoying chiming in, so we have uh, Shannon Billings has been helping moderate our Planting for Retirement group. She's also in the I Create Daily group as a member. She um, and another one in the planting is Susan Carpenter. Another is Jay Jackson. They are the people that were most contributing and say they were invited to uh, contribute as moderators in the Planting for Retirement group. And they have continued to do that to more or lesser degrees, depending on their life circumstances and what's happening. For one of them, it ended up resulting in a paid position with one of Devani's clients, um, and, that, and that's how it works. Well, one thing you can be certain, whether it is that you are moderating or contributing, um, a lot of content comments help to members as just a participant, um, or in the case of writers, writing, uh, helping to make a contributing, write a contributing article for a website, one thing that's not yet paying writers, such as our gardening site, well, actually, yeah, but one thing you can be sure, sometimes we pay, we're paying writers for some of our sites, so we do have that. But one thing you can be sure is that if you're in there contributing, you're going to be the first, amongst the first, yeah. to be invited for the paid positions when they open up. 
should you still be interested? So that's one of the things. And like, as Dewani said, there are many people and many brands out there. Um, let's see. So imagine like we interviewed Dr. Pedersen. Um, he is a doctor. He is a practicing doctor. On top of that, he has created amazing mm -hmm. product lines uh, of silver. We'll link to that podcast that um, are healing products. Um, and he doesn't have time. Not that he is not interested, but he doesn't have time. It's just not practical mm -hmm. for him to be in his social group on a regular basis interacting. And yet he has a social presence for his brand and therefore he would need to hire or has, has paid people in there helping moderate. And, and he's just one of many, many examples, um, writers, uh, even some of the bigger artists who are successful artists already, start out moderating their own pages, start out uh, contributing, creating all the content, and eventually um, need to outsource that so that you know the chatting and while you care a lot about your audience, uh, it, you, it can't get in the way of you doing your business and making a living and doing the work that you're really there to do. Yeah. So. But being a knowledgeable moderator in an area of interest that you're already, you know, you already enjoy, you already are there for the conversation, it really helps because then you are creating a little bit of income for yourself. And who knows, you might find a passion in doing that for right. a while. Um, but it also, it also helps the business owner know that somebody knowledgeable within their community is being a voice, a knowledgeable voice, because that just helps their brand too. And of course, you'll probably get word of mouth recommendations if you ask, like you provide somebody value and it really helps them and they just want to, they want you to be a resource for others as well. Right. So if you're interested in becoming social media manager and you're not yet, here's some of the things you can do. We already mentioned that you can create a profile in some of the social uh, freelancer pl platforms. And don't worry too much, in particular when it comes to social media um, uh, service provider or manager, like a Facebook manager, we'll focus on that. Um, because you don't really, there, you can learn what you need to know within an hour, a few hours at the most yeah. on a given day, most of what you need to know you already do. And that is, you know, the subject matter. If you're a gardener, you know gardening. If you're a knitter, you know knitting. Um, if you're an artist, you know art. Um, and you enjoy interacting with people because you're already on a social platform. So you enjoy sharing and being in that conversation. And that's the biggest part of what social media management is. The other part, so, so it's about uh, depending on um, the person that hires you, what they want you to do. Uh, the, the range of things is basically going through moderating and making sure everyone's behaving themselves, that there's nobody being obnoxious or that needs to be banned because nothing can turn a community sour more quickly than just having troublemakers. And there are people, for some strange reason, we probably are all seen them or encountered them who, you know, like their entertainment and recreation seems to be to go around and, uh, you know, leave harassing comments, leave harassing comments, start fights and that sort of thing, you know, and make negative comments to for no reason to just anyone. So, and those people, they can just get banned. They can to, from a page or from a group. So that's a thing, you, but that needs to happen pretty quickly. And so, so that's an example of why it is that uh, people and pages, especially the larger you get, need moderators, yeah. and community members helping with that. And sometimes you need several. Yes. So <laughs> don't worry that you, you, you know, don't let it be like an overwhelming, like, I don't know how to be, I'm not a social, I've never done marketing and I'm not a social media manager, for instance. Don't let that stop you yeah. because really it is about having conversation. Now we have in our audience a lot of, um, well, we have all ages, including a number of people who are baby boomers as I am, and many of whom are at or near already have retired near that age already have 
and they have more time, but they also have a lot of skills and knowledge and practice usually at, at conversing, at writing, uh, you know, proper sentences, at spelling and all kinds of things that are a part of um, social media management that while m many businesses can outsource a lot of their content um, and many do outsource um, social media management one of the things for inexpensively i mean you know in the beginning it's survival for small businesses and startups to yeah. be able to hire an outsourcer for six dollars an hour kind of thing to do that kind of thing but it is hard to find someone who when english is not the first language who can do it well all the time yeah. so really you just need to be able to you know construct sentences and communicate um, be good at communicating and enjoy communicating helping people and then you go in and chat you know you go in and you um like for instance an example of some things that someone with our gardening site will do when it is we can hire a social media manager would be to go in and take the most recent articles and schedule those posts uh, in the we have a scheduler or you can just put it on the page uh, so that now they're creating content on our Facebook page for people to interact with and they can add their gardening commentary because they know the topic yeah they can even initiate the con the concepts yeah. right depending so, so this just a whole you know really exactly what you do will depend on what it is that person that you work for needs and the only difference between hosting a conversation for a business versus for yourself on your own profile or your own group or whatever the only difference is you just respect the rules of the business yeah that you're working with or the group or community like you just respect those rules and you you're the upkeeper of those rules and the conversation so if a business doesn't like a specific topic to be taught like if it's if it's a gardening group but it's only focused on flowers then you don't talk about the vegetable gardening you talk about the flower gardening yeah. I mean, basically example but but it's just like you just sort of like respect the rules of the house here and yeah. it's the same yeah. it's the same exactly so, yeah. exactly and we see a lot of you know there are a lot of people who um you know the the market in the economy is kind of odd you know there's there are many people who are struggling and there are many people who are thriving and everything in between but again most people even those who are retired comfortably you know it, most of us are not at the place where, where we're, we have more than we could ever need to do the things we really want to do, whether mm -hmm. it's travel more freely or to, um, you know, buy the new car when you need it without worrying about a budget, whatever it may be. And or even worse, there are people who are really struggling and yet we see them spending a lot of time on social media chatting. So with that time, instead, you know, you could be, and again, we love seeing you on our social platforms as we've talked about before. So in some ways we're shooting ourselves in the foot by, you know, saying things like that because we don't want to discourage you from sharing and being a part of our communities and our, our groups and our Facebook pages, et cetera. We love seeing you there. And that's what helps those communities really thrive. But first, so you need to thrive yeah. and if it is that you're spending time chatting on social media or even complaining on social media or whatever it may be um, versus developing your skills and making the connections that can help you get ahead then that's where you need to be focusing your time so then if let's say that you're interested in knitting we used that example earlier then you would you probably already belong to some knitting groups but i would search knitting groups and knitting pages and then join the ones like there's something we we mentioned this actually to jean mm -hmm. at one point and she wasn't even she was so unfamiliar with facebook that and, and it just brings to mind that that she's not alone there are many people who are not aware of the differences between a page a group and a profile mm -hmm. so would you like to share that pretty briefly and 
Sure. So a profile is your profile. You can accept Personal. friends' requests, and um, you can post your stuff. It's you. It's who you are on the internet. Like your your persona. Your persona on the internet. It's yours. You own it. You can post stuff. You can delete stuff. It's it's all yours. A page is a business listing. And this is where it gets a little bit complicated because not every page is attached to a business. Some people just start a page because they want to start a page and they want to post stuff about a specific topic, but they don't have like a website or a business or a shop or a store associated. They just want a place to publish work about an interest topic without their name necessarily having to be attached to it. That's a page and you like a page. So, um, or you can follow a page. Um, so and the easy way to tell between a profile and a page is a profile, you have to do a friend request. And a page, you can click the like button and it's public content. So um, that's that. And then groups are interest communities. So like I Create Daily for Creators is our I Create Daily group on Facebook for people interested in consistent daily creating. Or, or business people who want an accountability group to check in with and daily motivation. That is our group. But there's tons of different groups. There's groups about canning, groups about kombucha making, groups about gardening, uh, These, crafts, yeah. painting, right. um, we homesteading. Just, we just interviewed uh, Tara Jacobson. She has a group uh, about for Etsy. Etsy selling. Etsy yeah. Selling. So yeah. there's a, whatever topic you can think of, there's likely a group for that topic. And it can be as niche as... Um, my brother is part of a group about lab rotties. They're Labrador and Rottweiler mix mixes, and everybody just shares about their dogs. And he's and, a, yeah, he has a website. And he has a website. Labrotti.com. Yeah, and so and there's just... groups all under the sun about all sorts of different topics. But those are the differences. It's like a community, you as a person, and then a business page. Okay, so you as a person, um, people can friend you and you can friend others if they're if it's their personal profile um business pages it is you like it uh, or not um like or unlike if you don't want to still be connected to them and then groups are you join yeah. or unjoin so, so those are the options friends likes and joins friends likes and joins yeah, for personal simple. business and business and or nonprofit, whatever yeah. the pages or groups yeah yeah and groups and there's nuances in between but that's the simple and, like don't confuse you those are the simple yeah and and all kinds of purposes of groups like many businesses create pages and groups in order to drive traffic to their business in some fashion or create a chat community yeah um, I know a lot of people in the e-commerce space we just heard we've heard that a lot of people in the e-commerce space use their groups to run challenges. we've run challenges through I create daily and a lot of other product brands will do that as well they'll host a challenge and part of the challenge is like oh you need our product as well for part of the challenge or fitness groups, right? You know, right, and you and if, in order to and it's part of as a brand building your presence online, um, because if people are interested in your brand, uh, then they're going to be interested at some point. Um, if you know they're in your interest in your topic and can contribute their interest and share uh, with you know on that topic, and they also might end up being customers of whatever it is you're offering, which is kind of the, the reason. That brands are on Facebook and social media and that sort of thing. Um, so the, what was the thing I was going to say? Oh, okay. So back to the thing of need, back to the thing of finding a page, um, finding a place, places that you can begin to make your presence known and um, visible. So let's say that if you're interested in knitting, then you go and search knitting groups, knitting pages, um, and see which ones are the largest. 
Um, and you, or, you know, when I say largest, again, remember that, that some of the smaller groups, depending on your area of interest, even some of the smaller groups or pages might be able to actually pay uh, social media managers. Uh, so the best example that comes readily to mind is coaches. Uh, there are coaches that have high price programs, and as a result, their um, audience of prospective uh, customers and clients may be small yeah. or smallish because, again, it's a higher ticket item um, or because, like, a coach can only see so many people in a year. Mm -hmm. uh, so it might be a smaller group, and yet because their program is a higher ticket item, they can afford to pay a social media manager. If they're making, uh, earning $100 an hour um, or $50 an hour or 200 or or 1000 whatever it may be, then it's pretty easy for them to pay 10 15 $20, $50 an hour to do social media management, yeah. uh, which brings us to the rates. And the rates that people pay vary by yeah. the brand, by the economy, the wealth of the brand relative to you know, the return on the investment of what they sell. Um, but one and thing- And skill level. And the skill level of it. So, so here's an example. So Devani morphed from being just a social media manager to also being a social media strategist and consultant. Um, and, and here's one of the ways that that manifested just the other week, uh, last week, um, where um, a client, a prospective client, uh, was referred to her by another um, person who knew her as either a former client or some another uh, acquaintance in the social arena. And they thought they needed a, her as a social media manager. And upon hearing about the scenario and the fact that they actually already had a team, instead, she gave them a rec few recommendations of things that they could tweak to uh, improve upon it right away. And then for them to, to check with their team and get once those things got going to identify what, what else they needed. And if they needed, then they could consult with her for a consult consultation fee. And so I think what's really important about that too is a lot of it, a lot of times it's just knowing how to help the person in the right way. It's not always, and so yeah. Uh, you hear a lot of business people like, oh, just show up and help people. And you're, and you might think in your head like, okay, but like just randomly chatting people up on the internet and answering their questions doesn't result in income. I need to make an income, I, you know, I need to generate money. But a lot of times just um, pointing somebody in the right direction, even if it's not, even if hiring you isn't the right direction. Uh, people remember stuff like that. They might refer you to other people who do need you and can hire you and can pay you. And so uh, the biggest thing that I would recommend is if you start on a lower end of offering like five to $10 an hour, I paid somebody $10 an hour to help me manage another client's Facebook page that was large. And I just couldn't it made more sense because they knew more about the topic than I did. And so it made more sense for them, for me to hire them and pay them to manage the conversation there. And so that can happen. And if you've never done it before, you, you're not going to start right off the bat being, you know, 50 to $75 an hour, but you can gain a lot of skill in marketing and conversation hosting with clients who, who are willing to pay 10, five to $10 an hour, you can be that person and form those relationships and get that word of mouth and that skill that you need to then charge more later on for and, other businesses. And when we say $5, so that basically that's usually for foreign outsourcers. We wouldn't recommend that you start for less than $10 and $10 yeah. is really reasonable. And how much time would it take? Probably an hour a day. Uh, so on average, let's say maybe 10 hours a week. 
Um, in which case you could make $100 a week, $400 extra dollars a month, uh, just doing what you're probably spending that same amount of time on social media doing anyway. Yeah. And this is one of the things we really like to encourage with, you know, one of the reasons that the slogan for I Create Daily is for creators serious about their work uh, or creators serious about their art is because the kind of concept that creators, we just want to create, that's like our sweet spot. But when it is that we can create or converse with more intention, more uh, intentionality and uh, awareness and consciousness, then the more we can elevate um, our lives and that of others by virtue of like, in this case, monetizing something that you enjoy doing anyway, like why not? Because then that frees you up to do more of the things that you really want to do. And we've talked a lot about Facebook groups because a lot of our community is in a Facebook group and they're good at that. And we, we, we notice your work. We notice what you guys do and your interests. So we, we keep up to date so that we know we can um, talk about topics that we think are of interest and will help you. But also this can apply to any social, social media platform you're on. Anybody you follow on any other platforms, even if they don't have a group within that platform, like Instagram isn't really a place where you have a group. But if you're on Instagram regularly and you follow a brand or a business or somebody who obviously need some help with their social media maybe they're not consistent you just message them and say hey i i follow you i like your work and i can help you be more consistent on this platform and so yeah those same principles can work on whatever platform you like and you enjoy yes and so if it is that let's say that you get okay so back to the knitting example let's say that you um join a knitting group and you know and let's say that there are 100,000 sites and you're making comments, you're observing the posts that the, the um, ad admins of the group make or the owner of the, this page makes, uh, and you're making comments, and then you make comments and contributions to other people that comment, and people will you know, be saying things like, thank you, that was so helpful, and all those kinds of things, but you're in there every day, you know, making some comments and kind of in a consistent manner. The owner and admins of the page are gonna be thanking you, they're gonna recognize you, they will remember your name, and be so grateful that you're there. And then um, they may ask you, chances are a lot of times, like Devani was saying, her clients, most of them came by virtue of them approaching her by observing her presence and contribution in the groups and um, pages where she was posting um, just as a contributor of the audience, just as an audience member. And a lot of it wasn't even me posting in their groups. I was just responding to other people in their groups who needed help. Questions. Yeah. And they had questions yeah. and it's just like, right time, right moment, I saw your question. And you can even decide that you block out like an hour a day to go through the top groups that you enjoy the most on interests that you enjoy the most. And that might be a good like starting off checklist. Like what are your top like three or four interests? Mm -hmm. One or two interests, whatever. What are your top interests? What are the groups you're part of or can join? And how can can you block off time each day to have a consistent presence in those groups so that people already see like the admins notice who's consistent and many admins will notice that they will yeah. notice these are the consistent names and now it makes it even easier right. because Facebook has badges now in groups that are like top contributor, top fan, top whatever. And, and so it's very obvious these days who is engaged. Mm -hmm. And so if you can be a consistent presence a lot of times and just a helpful consistent 
presence that's uplifting, positive, and adds value to their conversations, people notice that. Yeah, and so you'll be the first, amongst the first who they, who they invite, and you can also message since you're a part of the group and you contribute and you know you're you're a known entity there. You can also, after a while, you know maybe a few weeks or month a month or so of chiming in and contributing, you can always then send them a private message and just say, hey, if you're ever looking to hire a social media manager, um, I would be interested. Um, and now, you know, first of all, they're going to they're gonna be kind and courteous because you're a member of their audience after all. Um, hopefully they would anyway because they're right. good human <laughs> beings or else you wouldn't want to be working with them. But, you know, yeah. So, so then let's say that you get, let's say that you get hired. Someone says, oh my gosh, I've been needing to hire someone. I just haven't had the time. So I would love to do it. My rate uh, is for the first week is $10 an hour uh, to make sure that we're a good fit for each other. And, you know, I'm thinking 10, 10 hours a week. Uh, how does that sound for you? For me to do one week at, um, let's say, 10, that's two, that's, or you could even say for five hours. Uh, but if you did 10 hours a week, that's two hours a day. You could come in like in the morning in the evening. So I'll come in, in the morning for an, uh, for an hour and, or when, whatever time of day works best for you and them to mutually decide upon. Usually most pages, it can be flexible, but there are um, algorithms where there are times when they're more active, when their audience is more active, and that would be a good time so you can coordinate with them. And if you're already a fan of that group and you're regularly contributing, if you can include like, hey, I noticed that these are your busiest times, yes. it really helped that just that one little noticing of like, hey, I noticed that in your group, the busiest times are between this and this, and I can help you manage you know, all that, I can help you manage the conversation, blah, 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 approve members, whatever. Um, that is like, oh, wow. It, it really tells them that you, you actually care about the community you're in, which is what they want, what they need. Right. Somebody Absolutely. who cares about the community. Right. And have ideas. Like if yeah. you've had, like you mentioned earlier, that by being in there as a member and participant, you're able to see um, what some of the people that are participating are interested in. You're able to observe things that you would like to see more or less of within the group, and those are the things that you can contribute positively over time. Um, so let's say that you're on this trial period, and let's say that you, they said, yes, oh my gosh, yes, when can you start? And then you can say, oh, I can start tomorrow, uh, and then you're like, panic, what do I do? Like, if you're in our audience or Facebook group and you're hearing this, contact us. If you have any questions, we will be totally happy to get you started on first, second, third kind of thing, because oh, yeah. most everything else you know, the only other few things would be like what to do once you're in the back end what kind of conversations if you get stuck at any point then just let us know because we want to see you thrive and succeed yep Anything? that's a good note to end on i okay. think and i i guess the top three takeaways for somebody listening to this would be um assess assess your top interests make sure you're part of one assess your your top interests see the groups you're already in or could join that are uh, hey uh, see the groups or social profiles that you already follow or are a community of and then three be be active yes. and reach out do the initial reach out and let me just say this now your initial reach out is always sometimes scary yeah oh. <laughs> it's always nerve-wracking the first time just let but it doesn't have to be but it doesn't like it's like one message and it's gone yeah, and, and they see it or they don't <laughs> and the thing and yeah and the thing about re that is remember rejection just means you know no it's just one step closer to the exactly. next yes the next yes and before you ask them it was already no because 
because you weren't working for them. If you ask them, they say no, then you're still at the same place you were before. And so it's all good. It's all okay. And then it gets easier as you go. And And, and it it also, sometimes it means no, not now, not no, never. Right. A lot of times I've had a lot of like back and forth and back and forth and months and back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And then finally they were like, look, I can't do this. I need your help. Yeah. And I just, I remember before we go, I remembered one other example of, um, a group or a page to look at. Notice that when you go into these larger pages and groups that you're interested in. So again, we mentioned what if it was knitting, knitting, what if it was, um, like Shannon, for instance, is interested in bees. And so what if it was beekeeping, um, or even a honey company. Oh, yeah. It was a honey company, you know, who knows, uh, it could be, or it could be a company that's selling beehives, you know, it could be anything, you know, related to the concept or, um, what if you go into that group or page that you're interested in and you observe that the admins and the owner are not very present. Um, and especially the larger the page, generally what that means is again, with bootstrap or small entrepreneurs, medium sized businesses, etc., a lot of times it's just They simply haven't been able to get to it, or they may not know that it's important. They may not yet know that it's important enough. So here's like, here's a whole other example. Let's say that you're interested in, um, in fixing cars and, and you notice that, you know, this, this car auto parts website, uh, or Facebook page rather, um, has a lot of people asking about different things about parts and, but there's not many, no response. response. And yet it's a large page and large following. Maybe people are interested in racing, whoever, whatever it is. There's a lot of pages. Yeah. And and, you know, whether it's cars or whether it's soap making or whether it's, you know, there's always going to be something in some brand out there where they're, they've grown out, they've grown out of themselves, so to speak. They've grown out of their britches is what I was going to say. You know, it's like they've grown too big for their, they've outgrown themselves. Thank you. They don't have time. Yeah. Don't have to have a clever way of saying the obvious, right? Thank you. Yeah. They don't have time and they need your help. And so then that's another way you can contact them is at a lot of times in that case, you may send them a message that they may not see right away. So just keep sending a message Just say, Hey, I was in your group this week and I posted and I know that you got noticed that you guys hadn't posted since X, Y, Z. I noticed, let's say this Wednesday and you haven't posted, posted since Monday. I saw this article on your website and I thought it was such a great article. So, you know, I know, so could I post it or would you, could you post this on your page or would you like me to post it and share it for you? You know, those are the kind of ways that you can begin to take initiative. And again, it's, it's worth it if it's something you really are interested in anyway. I think that's the thing like persistence. Yes. Persistence, consistency, and just being present and showing up. So today, these days, um, Gary Vaynerchuk always calls it the thank you economy. That's one of the titles of one of his book. So when it comes, his favorite book, his favorite book, his His most underrated book. Yes. Of all of them. And probably the best. Yeah. One of the best. And, And the concept is basically you give first and you just keep doing and contributing and people will notice and then you will become the go-to person. And it does take time, yeah. but you're going to be passing the time anyway. And you're, gonna be and you're probably anyway. going to be talking in their communities anyway. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so go for it and let us know if you have any questions. All right. Bye, Thanks. guys. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.